0: Hello, and welcome to this special Christmas episode of Anime Audio Commentary. Today, I'll be commenting on episode 4 of Toradora. If you'd like to watch long, then start watching now. So they seem to have gotten out of that storage shed, at the very least. And it seems like now that Ryuji's carrying out his duties of cleaning up after taiga she still seems to be uh rather messy and lazy and i feel for ryuji a little bit like this is definitely something he didn't bargain for initially And he really is very dedicated doing dishes and laundry and all that for a person who is essentially an acquaintance. Ah, Ryuji, your curiosity is going to get you in trouble, dude. Wow, that's a little unsettling. Just a photo album full of blurry photos of uh, Kitamura. Didn't realize Taiga was an amateur photographer. With heavy, heavy emphasis on amateur. Ooh. Ryuji, that was cold, dude. You can definitely tell who it's supposed to be in the photos. You're just being a jerk. I find it interesting that he immediately jumps to offering to act as a photographer. So I find it interesting how they just sort of cut to Taiga accepting this proposal and deciding what sort of photos she wants, as if this were just a photo shoot or something. You know, I was given to understand that Ryuji was essentially going to, uh, just sort of surreptitiously take photos of Kitamura. Wow, that was, uh... That was socially inept. At least Kitamura has the good grace to play along with what he thinks she's doing. Oh dear. Ah, man. You know, photography is like a thing you have to set up for. You can't just, like, take pictures on the fly. I mean, you can, but you sort of have to know in advance. So I think it's a little unfair of Taiga to just sort of give Ryoji a hard time about not being fully prepared first thing in the morning. So I'm kind of wondering to myself, what exactly is Ryuji's motivation? Is this just goodwill because Taiga hooked him up with uh, that bit of info about the restaurant, or is he sort of angling to get something in return here? Alright. So it seems like this is um, the disciplinary committee uh, investigating people being forgetful and forgetting things. I mean, I know it sounds almost cliche, but this is reminding me of Kill the Kill in a weird sort of way, how they're just sort of lining everyone up and addressing them via public address and saying, basically, you know, anyone found wanting will be punished. Uh-oh. You know, now this is really reminding me of Kill a Kill, Taiga can't help herself but speak out and say, you know, you're just as bad as any of the students, if not worse. Now, she's got a point. Like, I know this isn't meant to reference Kill a Kill, and in fact, Torador predates it by uh, about half a decade, if I remember correctly. I don't know, It just, the central conflict seems the same, you know, individuality versus authority and the conflict between the two. Man, speaking of humiliating, yikes, Keita you don't have to, like, put her in a headlock. I mean, he's not actually doing that, but, like, You know, it almost kind of worked out for her, because Kitamura is, like, hoisting her off the ground. Yeah, that's a lot of complex emotions there, because on the one hand, Kitamura is just, like, picking you up, but on the other hand, he's doing it in front of everyone. Oh, dear. Man, even teachers know not to pick on taiga. You know, I gotta wonder about why exactly her reputation is so fierce that even teachers fear her. So, I'm wondering if this uh, student council president is going to become a bit of a recurring character here. it seemed like that conflict was not organic? Like, there's a bit behind it that sort of instigated, or rather culminated in that incident. Speaking of culminating in conflict... Minori and Kitamura have decided to eat lunch with Ryuji and Taiga, and naturally, neither of them are, I don't know, too calm about the situation. This is a recipe for disaster. I feel like Taiga's going to start telling lies to impress people or something. Ooh, I take it back. Ryuji's the one who's lying about things. You know, normally he was just cooking for Taiga just so she's not eating junk food all the time, but he lied and said he sells bento boxes. So, uh, he sort of wrangled himself into having to make lunch for quite a few more people. I find it interesting that Ryuji's being the rational one here. You know, in that, like, you know, come on, Tiger, pay attention here. Man, you know, Tiger really is in rare form today. I feel like She's going to instigate something that's going to complicate everything. She's either going to do something else in front of Kitamura or she's going to clash with the president again. Something's going to get real complicated real quick. So once again, Ryuji's sort of displaying a bit of personality here in that he's really dedicated about cleaning to the point where when other people are like, ah, that's good enough, we'll go home, he just keeps on cleaning and even talks to himself. Okay, I think I know what's going on here. Tag is going to want a couple uh, action shots of Kitamura in baseball practice. Man, she's really enamored. In a way you don't see very often. Alright, I feel like somebody's accidentally going to use a flash and get everybody's attention or something. That's how this kind of thing goes. Man, one would think with a digital camera like that, she'd be able to tell that all the pictures she's taking are bad and wouldn't waste all the time and money printing them out. That seems like an obscene waste of the special paper and ink you need to print out pictures because you know that stuff is pretty expensive it adds up especially if you're going to be printing out blurry photos <laughs> man i don't remember that that old little jab at starbucks saying like boy these guys are infringing on copyright. Uh-oh. Got a bad feeling about this. Tag it doesn't strike me as ...the type who is a good cook. And... ...to be frank, I don't think Ryuji should trust her with the knife. You know, she's sort of, like, saying, you know, hey, I'm helping you, but I feel like... ...she's just gonna be more of a hindrance than anything. Like, I'm not exactly a world-class Michelin-star chef... I don't burn the house down either, but, you know, there is a definite skill set that goes into cooking, and it's not just something you can do. Like, you really don't want to mess around with cooking knives, especially because they're supposed to be really sharp in order to, you know, cut efficiently, and, uh, they cut through flesh as easily as they do food, so... You know, if you're not careful, you can really mess up your hands. You know what? Ryuji's got the right idea here. Give her something that doesn't involve any knives. So what I'm wondering here is... Is she just drooling over a bunch of blurry photos, or are those photos Ryuji actually took that were in focus? Because if they're all blurry, I've got to wonder, like, surely, surely she would know that these are no better than the ones she took before. Oh dear, a new problem has presented itself. She can't pick the one she wants to get laminated, so... Might as well laminate them all, huh? Of course, on the other hand, I feel like if she's going to be carrying around this laminated photo... If somebody were to become aware of that, it would be, uh... Well, interesting, for want of a better term. You know, I feel like she really took this whole thing poorly for no real reason. I mean, he offered to laminate more than one, and she sort of took that as an affront to her character. As if she were indecisive. Oh, man. You know, I'm I'm just noticing there are, like, quite a few parallels to Kill la Kill here in a weird sort of way. You know, Minori's a lot like Mako. That little sequence earlier reminded me of Kill la Kill in a weird kind of way. Like, I'm sure this can't be intentional... Alright, I have to wonder, who takes a picture of themselves with their face covered in pudding? That... That just seems like an unflattering picture at the best of times. You know, it's nice of Ryuji to sort of confront her about being so salty about the laminating business, but she only seems to take it poorly again, you know. How about you pick which one gets laminated? Uh. Oh, dear. (laughs) Man. I mean, Kitamura seems to know what's going on here, but... Man, he really took that in stride. Alright, things are getting weirder and weirder. You know, he has a picture of her... Okay, so the plot is getting thicker and thicker. He did in fact have a crush on her, but she turned him down way back when, probably out of anxiety more than anything else. So it seems like everybody's just operating at cross purposes here, and no one can get out of their own way. Yep, that just about figures. You know, Tygo's caught off guard, so reflexively she turned him down. It seems like the fact that he asked her out sort of um, planted the suggestion in her mind, which started this whole business. Man, I have to wonder why she did default to that reflex, considering Kitamura seemed to understand her. And seemingly liked her for her temper and straightforwardness. You know, that's like being handed exactly what you want and throwing it in the trash... Man, it's really interesting how it sure seems like nobody can get out of their own way here. Everyone really is the cause of their own problems. Man, you know... Ryuji's making a lot of sense here, but at the same time, he's speaking with the benefit of hindsight. It's not so easy to pick the right choice in the heat of the moment. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. Merry Christmas, Space Cowboy!